Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is just like too good to be yeah. true. And I'm like, no. Like, I'm like, I'm <laughs> waiting for the hat. I'm like, I've told my therapist that. I'm like, things are great, Stephanie. When are things going to go bad? That's not my therapist's name. But anyways, like, <laughs> I'm always just like, things are going to go bad at some point. It's inevitable. And she's just like, yeah, in years past, that's what's happened. I'm like, exactly. So when we going to get up? When's it going to happen this time? Because that's all I know. And you're like expecting it. Yeah, and then therefore I manifest the bad thing. Probably. So fun. <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back for another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And we're in person. I know. Ah. It's so nice to see your beautiful face. Not that I haven't seen your beautiful face. Yeah, it's just not the same over Zoom. And we're recording, like, during the day. I know. Instead of at 10 o'clock at night. Where I feel like I have to be, like, a little hush-hush. That's probably why I'm, like, sounding so calm is because I'm, like... Like, trying to actually be very quiet, honestly. <laughs> but now we're back. We're at it again. In person. Loud, rambunctious. What's up, y'all? How you doing? How's life treating you? Because me, personally, apparently Mercury's in retrograde or whatever. And I feel like it's this, always in, I feel like it's it always, always in something. So I don't like, even okay, know what the awesome. fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, this week has been a personal hell for me. Um, I feel like every day has been, like, a battle. How's how's your week been? Have you been struggling just as much as I have? Because I feel like I'm in World War Three right now. I feel like your week has definitely been worse. Um, my week's actually been really good. Like, fuck you. My boyfriend's family cooked for me. Um, we got some food. I watched a movie with him, which I never do. So that was fun. What movie? It's the new Will Ferrell and Rachel oh. McAdams movie. It oh. was really funny. Um, popular opinion. I don't like Will Ferrell. I know. She doesn't like Elf. I'm sorry. Who doesn't like Elf? It's, uh, it's okay. It's not my favorite Christmas movie. Mine is The Santa Claus. Yes. Oh. We can agree on that. Oh, thank, thank God. God. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, other than working like a very, very, very long shift on Thursday because I needed to, I needed to, um, I've had a good day. I mean, a good week (laughs) and a good day and a good day. It's been a fulfilling Friday. Yeah. So for me, my week started off with going on a date-ish hangout sesh. I don't really know what the fuck it is. It's quarantine. So like. It's hanging out and watching Netflix, consider a it's date now. literally all that you can do, yeah. and it sucks. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, I went on, I did that with the film boy, and got completely just cop-blocked by a blind 13-year-old boxer dog. 
Like, this dog was, like, literally, like, dying in front of us. Like, moaning, drooling. Like, his gums were, like, completely, like, unhealthy. Like, this dog is blind. Like, cannot see. Like, needs this poor boy to guide him around so he doesn't, like, run into things. Oh, my God. And I was just like, yeah, you totally could have canceled and I would have been completely fine with that. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Because he's, like, dog sitting for someone. And I'm just like, yeah, you totally could have just... Because this dog literally came between us. Like, we're sitting on the couch. He's sitting on one and I'm sitting on the other one. This dog's like, mm, I'm almost in the middle. I'm like, so no physical contact whatsoever. I'm like, cool. So this is this is how my night's going. And then we started watching a movie. And, like, this dog's just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> I hate my life so much. I like almost drank like a whole bottle of wine just myself just, just to get this for yeah. the evening. I Oof. was like, this is not how I imagined my night going. I was like, this is just a great kicker to the start of the week. And then the rest of the week was just as, if not worse, because everybody and Karen wanted to come out to work and just fight me. And I was like, I'm about to throw punches at people. I literally walked into work ready to tell my like favorite coworker like my story about like what happened the night before. And then I get bombarded with Karens at work. And I'm just like, I just feel like I'm going up against the punches like left and right. Like I'm like, who's going to swing next at me? Like this is never ending. Did you hear that Jennifer's are the new Karens? Apparently, that's a thing. <laughs> My mom was like, did you know that Jennifer's are the new Karen's? Okay, but, like, like, I know this one girl named... I, mean, I know a lot of Jennifer's, I and I love, I, I know love, two Jens. I love them, so... I don't call them Jennifer's. Like, I, yeah. like, I, I call them both Jen, so yeah. like, there's a difference. There's yeah. a distinct difference. Jens are cool. Yeah. 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 Shout out to my two friends, Jennifer. I just feel like everyone's tense, and hopefully... As the month continues. But, like, if your dog's sitting like a dying, blind, blind We're going to circle back to that. He's blind. Um, If you didn't hear, he's blind. Like, I just wanted to drive that home. Like, it's not like he could just, like, take this dog, put it in his bedroom, yeah, and be like, fine. Like, like yeah. the dog would run into the wall. I know. I know. <laughs> and it's not like it was a small dog either. So it was, it's like, a, a whole-ass, like, pit bull slash boxer mix. I'm like... I meanwhile, like, I'm, like, I have a dog, like, but she's, like, five pounds. She's, like, dog is tiny. She literally is, like, a teacup. Like, it's fine. So, like, if she was around and blind, it's fine. (laughs) She would just be, like, (laughs) laying down on the couch, like, don't mind me. I'm just gonna go to sleep for another 5,000 hours. It's fine. But this dog's, like, wanting to move around. I'm, like, this is... I mean, yes, it was cute to see a boy, like, cuddle with a dog. I was like, yeah, it's adorable, whatever. But, oh, my like, gosh. My boyfriend does that all the time. Trooper comes in th- in the middle. I, mean, I he wanted is him on, to be cuddling me, though. He's literally on top of me sometimes. And I'm like, dude, personal space. And he gets mad. Like, he'll start whining because he wants us to move so he can get on his bed because he sleeps the, on the yeah, couch. That's what this dog was doing, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But, like, I wanted to be the thing that it was cuddling. I wanted to be the person that he was cuddling. Well, not the you dog. weren't. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Never thought a dog would come between me and a date. Uh, oh, it happens all every time. Every time. There's a, there's a fr- at least for a couple minutes. Luckily, the dog doesn't live with him, so it's like a one time occurrence. And I think that he didn't want to cancel because we were supposed to hang out like the week prior. And then he had to cancel on me because he got, like, food poisoning. Yeah. And so when we rescheduled, I'm like, well, one, like, you asked what day I was available. Like, you didn't take consideration that you were going to be dog setting then. Okay, whatever, my dude. But I was like, yeah, you totally could have canceled. 
Yeah, he probably just didn't want to be that person to do it, like, twice. And then he was tired on top of that. Yeah. So, we'll see. The ball is in his court. I'm going to let him. (laughs) You're going to let him be in charge? I'm going to let him come after me this time. I'm tired of. I'm not tired, but, like. You just don't want to, like, be the chaser. After that experience, you can. After that date, you can you can you can be the one that chases me. So yeah, you can you can come to me. This I think time. that's fair. Uh, so that was my week, and hopefully, fingers crossed. Apparently, Mercury's in retrograde till the seventeenth. Oh my gosh, that's a long time. But speaking of that, like it's July, it's my birthday month. I know. Why maybe not did start a, off on that? You, I don't know. Maybe you won't have to join the quarantine birthday club. Who knows? You're not going to be here for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, though, I, we're actually driving back on your birthday, so I will be here on the 26th. My birthday's on the 25th. I'm saying, <laughs> so, like, the next day, but it's a Sunday. Exactly. My birthday, that's another thing, too, like, the I one know. year, like, my birthday has not been on a Saturday since my 21st birthday, and yeah. I'm turning 27 this year, what up, and I'm going to be in my late 20s. Yeah, you're officially past the mid-20s. <laughs> Or is it more like 28, 29? No, it's 27, 28, 29. 24, 25, 26 would be like mid-20s. I'm still in the mids. You're graduating. <laughs> You're officially old. They're older. I hate you so much. This is definitely... I mean, all I'm saying is I just really wanted to be better than last year. Because last well, we're, year... We're taking a girls' trip. We are taking, but that's like the next weekend. But like, it's it still counts. But it's we're, still, we're gonna make it. We'll make up. There. It, it okay. will make for it's, it's just anything. Honestly, anything at this point would be better than last year's birthday, which was me crying sober in a, in a bar, <laughs> in a bar <laughs> on my birthday after my boyfriend gaslit me at the time. After so fun. the doctor, so fun gaslit me. And got in a fight with me. So everybody needs to hype Emily up on her Please. birthday. Please, God. Like, I'm just... I, if like, hype her up. July 25th. Like, it's going to be... You'll know when it's Leo season because you're going to see it, like, everywhere. And yeah, like, she celebrates her birthday for, like, the entire month. Exactly. Like, we on the third day of my birthday. Like, it's the third day of my birthday. It's a whole month. Honestly, like, it's... It's a fantastic feast. It's amazing. It's a party. Like, I don't know why you're complaining. <laughs> I'm, not com- I'm not complaining. I came to see you in person. Hello. I'm here to celebrate. <laughs> Let's get the party started. Come on. We will as soon as we're finished. <laughs> I'm just going to be drunk Actually, every this single is a party. day. I, no, don't do that. <laughs> that could be a problem. <laughs> At this point, I think it'd be a solution to everything that's going on. You will never, you would never get anything done. You wouldn't be productive. I'm not getting anything done now. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, I think I. If honestly, if we, if everybody could just like, even it has to be with masks on. I don't care. I would just rather like have people like or just my friends with me. If that just means like we go to like a park or something or like yeah. I don't want to go to a park actually. I just want to go get drunk somewhere on my birthday. You might have to do it at somebody's house. I don't know whose house that's gonna be at because it ain't gonna be mine. Yeah, I felt that. That's another thing too. Like that's the one thing I I've always like realized whenever I've had like parties like for my birthday like especially house parties like I don't think that person whose birthday it is it should be at their house. No, because, because then you have to deal with the cleanup, yeah. which is why I was washing the dishes on your 21st, 21st birthday. birthday. <laughs> so I was like, I need to help clean. Like, I've always hated that. Like, no. So, if you're my friend, um, this is just a hint. <laughs> hint, hint. Throw me your birthday party. 
I'll be now. I'll be t- and that's another thing too. Like people have tried to throw me surprise birthday parties as well, and that's just it's, you. Just you're not a big surprise person. I'm a control freak. Like, yeah. Just let yeah. me. It's like you want it to be planned for you, but you want to be involved in the entire process. Well, I think the reason is because like I would be fine with having a surprise party if you're the only person who kind of knows like everybody I'm friends with. That's I don't true. have like one solid friend group that like I would pull from. Like I have multiple different friend groups, and so like you, Granny, you don't know my work friends. It's so like you, piecing together a puzzle to yeah, like to create my create friends. your party. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I think I I think I remember your name. So you can invite people from my grad school, invite people from my college, uh, hometown friends, work friends, people that I just know randomly somehow. Like it's just a whole accumulation of different yeah. folks. And do they always mesh well together? Absolutely not. No. But is it entertaining for me completely? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I always like seeing like who can mesh well together, and I usually can predict it. You're yeah. pretty much the, like the one person that knows almost everybody. Mm-hmm. You just there's a few pieces that you're just missing it, but mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine. Well, and I'm a nine, so I kind of get along like get along with a bush. A bush. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. I was gonna say purple flowers because they're right behind you, but <laughs> a fucking bush. A bush. <laughs> Listen, I got quarantine. No, like a bush. But like a bushel's like a group. Sure. <laughs> a bushel. That's what I meant. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. I think the chaos is just coming back to us right now since we're recording in person, so Yeah. It's the fine. energy is definitely um For vibes. It's vibes. It's vibes. It's vibes, dude. Summer vibes, summer vibes, dude. Summer, summer vibes. vibes, dude. Anyways. <laughs> so we wanted to start like a new little segment in our podcast. Mm-hmm. Will we keep it? Who the fuck knows? Will like, we remember honestly, to keep it? That's the question. That's the thing. <laughs> so we're enlisting the Gal Scouts to um, make sure we keep up with this. Um, please call us out if we don't. But right now we're calling it our Captivation of the Week. So products, any, literally, literally anything, anything we are like captivated by during the week. So Hannah, what is your choice? Well... As I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't know, because I haven't bought, like, anything lately other than this little tripod thing I got today. Um, I think mine would probably have to be the new Drake album. I don't remember when he released it, but it was, like, I'm pretty sure it was over quarantine. Mm -hmm. I haven't listened to it yet. I like Drake, but I haven't listened to it yet. It is so good. It's a vibe. Um, It has that TikTok. vibe? It's a summer vibe, dude. (laughs) It's got that TikTok song where everyone tries to dance like Michael J. Yeah, that one. But um, (laughs) Losses is good on it. Landed is good. I just love Drake. Mm -hmm. And I think my boyfriend was playing one of his songs. He's, like, really into, like, hip-hop rap. Um, He loves all all kinds of music. Like, one day he sent me a Screamo song. Anyways, we were listening to Losses, and I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, I need to check out more. So would highly recommend the Drake album if you're into music. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good, like, driving yeah. album. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, you? Mine, I've been on, like, a health kick lately. Okay. So we'll just give it, like, a couple more weeks, and we'll see how much longer it lasts. It, that's how long it typically lasts, like, two weeks. Um, I started going back to Pure Bar. Yeah. Um, doing, like, outdoor, like, classes and everything like that. But I also got my new pack of Care Of vitamins, and I love that this is not a sponsor, but, like, Care Of, if you want to sponsor us sometime, like... Hit some gals up. We, we, we got you. Uh, basically, if you never heard of care of, because I feel like every influencer, like, on the gram, like, talks about it. Yeah. It's, like, pre-packed vitamins that comes 
prepackaged like with your name on it and then like you get to select like what you can take like a quiz to decide like what vitamins you want in it but you can also like select like which ones you want in there it's like minerals and stuff like that like i literally have about like 10 in like my daily packs because like i'm just like (laughs) i just really want to be like the healthiest and like the most like gorgeous i can be it's fine so and it's prepackaged and it gives you like 30 days of supplement so you get like a whole month's little thing of it and it's like really cute and like totally like your aesthetic and i definitely recommend it especially if you are wanting to get like a little healthy little toned like for summer get that hot girl summer body going for you starts yeah. from the outside in boom or the other way around <laughs> inside, outside out. in oh my god you know what yes. i mean yes <laughs> Cool. And then we have a couple little housekeeping things we want us to keep up with. So follow us on our social medias. Mine is Instagram.com slash Emily Elise. That's A-L-E-E-C-E. And mine's Instagram.com slash Hannah Nicole Adams. Yeah. And follow us on TikTok. I am actually Emily.Elise because I think I made um I think I made Emily Elise a long time ago and like just forgot the login. But I'm almost at six thousand followers. So I just need like ninety more of y'all to follow me on TikTok. And it's a pretty fun time over there. I can make some pretty hysterical comedy content. All I do is sing on mine, so if you're not into that then I apologize. But mine is Hannah N. Adams on TikTok. I had to look it up because every single social media I have is different because my name's popular. And then follow our podcast on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. And last but not least, also do not forget to give us a subscribe, rate, and review. It really helps us out, y'all. Like it really does. And we love reading your reviews also too. Like we read every single one of them. And if you leave a review, we may post it on our Instagram story mm-hmm. and in our highlights. So please leave us a review, give us five stars, help us out. We got you. Yes. Also let us know like what you want to hear. Like we are always open in our DMs. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that Hannah and I have been hella struggling with for the past, like, years. <laughs> or just like, for our entire life. It's fine. Yep. Which is insecurity. Mm. I feel like everyone really struggles with We love a with bitch this. like that. Mm. Yep. We love her. Mm-hmm. But... We realized that it's a topic we kind of have touched on when we did our imposter syndrome episode a while back. And really, like, how do you navigate, like, having insecurity? It's so easy to say, like, just get over it. <laughs> like, But that doesn't really, like, help anyone. That's not beneficial to anybody. So taking your insecurity, turning it into confidence. I know for me personally, that's, like, one of the biggest things people always tell me is that I appear very confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And, thank you. <laughs> but. Hair flip. <laughs> it's fine. But it's not something that I've always, like, been good at because, I mean, like, I used to be hella insecure. I still struggle with insecurity, but I used to definitely be, like, super insecure as a child. I was severely bullied, so that, like, it was rooted very heavily in my anxiety, and I still struggle with anxiety to this day. But we kind of wanted to touch on how we manage it how you guys can go about getting better at it and just overall have a more fulfilled life by being this confident person that we know you guys are. So to some people, healthy thinking comes naturally due to their experiences and the people that they surround themselves with, but to others, it doesn't. And it's something that they have to acquire throughout their lifetime. A mind clouded with insecurity is a mind that prevents you from living the life you deserve and the life that you're capable of. So the first step to getting rid of insecurity is understanding why you have it. 
and a problem cannot be fixed unless one knows its causes. So do you often find yourself second-guessing your decisions and never fully trusting yourself? Despite your accomplishments, do you feel like you're a fraud destined to be exposed by an, as an imposter? Or do you feel like you are unlovable and a partner will inevitably leave you? I relate to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's so many different ways that you can experience it in different facets of your life and I'm curious what has been your experience with insecurity I feel like most of it stems from like my insecurity in myself as a musician Mm -hmm. and like that imposter syndrome of like I'm not really a musician. Really? I used to refer to myself as an aspiring musician. I think and you did in the first episode. And yeah, I you for it. yeah. And um, you've called me out for it. And then this um, guy that I know who is a like a local guitarist, he also called me out for it. Mm-hmm. He was like, you "Never say you're aspiring." You know, like you are what you do. You are what you are, and like that's just that. So I've tried to be better about that. Now I kind of refer to myself as a singer songwriter more so than a musician. I feel like that's kind of more. Broad. Broad. And I feel like also a lot of my insecurity stems from like how I look. I have always had a red face. I think we touched on this in like our like you are beautiful mm-hmm. um, episode. You would never know like she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've not been wearing makeup to work mm-hmm. because it's just too hot with a mask on and it just like mm-hmm. all like comes off and so it just seems pointless to me but so I have a red face and then like I've I've caught myself like not feeling confident in what I choose to wear like I was going over to my boyfriend's house uh this past weekend to mm-hmm. hang out with him and like when I go over there I wear like oversized t-shirt like running shorts Birkenstocks like just really comfy clothes because I mean right now all we can really do is just kind of like hang out on the porch or like hang yeah. out on the couch <laughs> watching Netflix But, like, the other day, like, his family was grilling out, and they were making burgers, and so he was like, try and be here by, like, this time. And I'm, like, never late to things. She isn't. (laughs) It's me. Yeah. But, like, I was late because I spent 15 minutes, like, trying on and taking off clothes because I just, like, I didn't feel confident in anything that I put on. No, no, I get that. That was me Monday night. Yeah, and then I ended up in this t-shirt that I'm currently wearing and, like, running shorts. Like, I literally put back on what I had on in the first place. Yeah. And so I think... Is it because it's oversized? Is it over, we're both wearing the same yeah, Nirvana oversized we're, t-shirt from Urban Outfitters. The exact same, same shirt. thing that every fucking bitch on Instagram is wearing. I don't know. Like, I I was trying... I, like, wanted to look cute because I just felt like I hadn't in a while. Even though, like, you've met his parents already. Yeah. Like, I just, I just wanted to, like, put a little bit more effort in. Yeah. And then... Like, every, like, cute thing that I tried on, I just, I did not feel confident. I didn't feel, like, secure in it. Like, I just was like, this is not it. So, I think my insecurity, I think I've, I think I'm insecure in every single part of my life. Uh Like, I think I'm insecure at work. I think a lot of it, though. You're just an atom of insecurity? I'm an atom of insecurity. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) My last name's Adams. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... A lot of times it's behind closed doors Mm -hmm. or I will, everybody that knows me knows I'm an overthinker and I'm a worrier. And so I think a lot of that stems from (laughs) from me not feeling confident in the things that I do, even though I'm good at them. Like I'm good at my job. I am good at at writing music. I'm good at singing. Like I'm a good girlfriend. I try my best to be healthy and like my body is, is it looks its best. I feel my best. Mm-hmm. I, I look my best. Mm-hmm. I feel comfortable in my skin, but like in 
certain moments, like thoughts just get into my head and I, you know, I'm on Instagram all the time and I see all these beautiful people and I always compare myself and, um, I know I shouldn't, but I think it just stems from like just being insecure. Yeah. And it just, it is what it is and I'm getting better, but it just, I mean, it doesn't matter how hard you work on your confidence. You're always going to have that insecurity, I think within you, like it's just something you learn to live with and you learn to control kind of like tame down in the back of your mind I know for me like with my experience and everything like it was so rooted like like you said like it was so rooted in everything else that I did and the one thing that I never really had insecurity about was my work mm-hmm. because especially like my writing because I was like I got yeah, like you're like this. I got this. Shit. I'm good at it. I was born to do this. Um, but I have noticed since um, lately a lot of people who always say that I'm very like confident appearing. A lot of it came from performing and doing like live theater and improv and things like that where you have to embrace humility and you Mm -hmm. have to be vulnerable in order to give a good performance and if you're not doing that then your work will suffer for it same with your writing like you have to be vulnerable with that you have to embrace humility and being like not funny and things like that in order to get funny so that was where i was like you know what like if i mess up i mess up i used to really struggle with whenever i was doing like comedy and doing improv that i would look stupid but it's like no like when you're looking stupid like that's when it's hysterical Mm -hmm. and that was the kind of mindset that I took on with that but most of my insecurity nowadays I feel like comes from dating and my love life because I feel secure in almost every aspect of my life I mean like I still struggle with insecurity like within my job because I I don't have one Mm -hmm. and like I'm like you know graduated I don't have a job in the film industry and like I'm trying to get one it's just like uh, like, am I gonna get one so I struggle with that but I know myself and I know how strong I am. I know the work ethic that I have that I know that I can, you know, I'm not afraid to ask for help. I'm not afraid to embarrass myself. I'm not afraid to go and be up and beyond and try these new things in order to improve myself in those areas. But when it comes to dating, that's an area where I have to worry about somebody else's opinion and I'm not in control of that in this way. Like, it sounds weird to say, like, I feel in control, like, when it comes to my job, because it's just like, well, if that doesn't work out, then it just doesn't work out. That's not the job I'm meant to have. See, and I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, I am most secure in relationships, whereas I'm very insecure in pursuing music. Like, it's terrifying. Yeah. So I'm, I feel like we're, like, the opposite. exact opposite. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, with my, with, with my job, it's just like, I knew that being a filmmaker was going to be, and being a writer was going to be a risk in general. And it's just like, no, like, I would rather die than not do this. So, therefore, it is my only option, like, Mm -hmm. to where, like, I have to be confident about it or else I will not get to where I need to be. And just faking it till you make it kind of in a way, like, just truly believing that you are the tits and just fully accepting that. And I feel like when you, it's like when, like, your looks too, I think, too, like, when you believe that you're beautiful, people think that you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. When you believe that you're a badass bitch, people will think you're a badass bitch. Yeah, and it's true. <laughs> I try to adopt that mentality with dating because it's so weird. I can think that I'm I'm so confident and I exude that like cool girl confident behavior when I'm dating, and then the minute a guy stops like giving me the amount of attention that I think I require, I'm like, what? Where, why are you not texting me? <laughs> what, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? And it's like no. Then you analyze <laughs> every single moment. I overthink yep. everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm either like trying to ghost you or I'm obsessing over you. There's no in between. <laughs> like, 
like there really isn't with me. And if it's because, like, something that could happen is up to another person at that point. I mm-hmm. know where I stand. I'm confident in my feelings. I know where I stand with my feelings for you. I don't know where you stand. And because I don't know where you stand and because I feel insecure from you, that's where my confidence starts to diminish. And I'm no longer that cool, confident girl that you probably were initially attracted to. And that's where the overthinking and just... I almost, like, manifest a negative outcome yeah. out of it. Instead of just being like, okay, like, you don't like me. Because it's the whole thing. Like, why would I want to be with somebody that doesn't like me? Yeah. Like, that's or the that whole thing that putting, I always go back yeah. to. And so just learning to kind of, if they want me, they'll they they'll go after me. If they want to be with me, they'll be with me. And just not worrying about what someone else thinks and that man- mindset, even though it's so easy to. And I think one thing, especially when it comes to insecurity is always worrying about what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where it comes from. That's where it stems from. But where exactly does it stem from? Because you would think someone like me who, you probably relate to this, like is a performer who thrives off of other people's opinions because I didn't get enough attention as a child and therefore I need more attention as an adult. I'm literally the adult version of Tinkerbell. A people's opinions of me when it comes to my career would affect me in a negative way, but I I mean, like, the, you're going to get the side comments that are always going to sting, I think. But I try to reframe it in my life as, like, well, that just wasn't meant for me. Mm-hmm. And working on that as far as relationship, like, that person wasn't meant for me. Instead of trying to make that person work for me. Yeah. That's the mindset that I try to adapt. Yeah. And I think, like, for me, I seek out that, like, validation from people because with music, like, if people aren't talking about you, like... And that's just kind of like how it seems, I guess. It's like if people, if you, if you're not like the buzzword of the mm-hmm. week, then like you don't feel like you're making an impact, even though you are, and you're telling mm-hmm. your story and you're getting your feelings and your thoughts out. But I know it's not about like numbers, but like in it for me, in a way it for is. me, it it means a lot. And especially and that, when you're starting out, like you can say it doesn't, but mm-hmm. like it does. Yeah, it helps. So, so yeah, that's just a little sad note, but. I mean, is it truly possible to stop caring about what other people think of us? I think in short, like, no. Insecurity can come about for many reasons, but it all roots down to, like, the fact that being inherently social is something that is rooted deeply in our genetics. It's, like, evolution. So, like, years and years ago when we were, like, cave people, just chilling. <laughs> we were Just chilling. If we were kicked out, like, the social group, it meant, like, danger. And it meant death. Mm-hmm. And it meant we wouldn't survive alone. This evolutionary history is just what causes things like shyness your public speaking and being afraid of embarrassing oneself to continue on and even though like these are things that we don't really need like yeah like that fear of being like abandoned in a way it's not really even though it transitions into relationships because it's definitely one for you but it's interesting that something so deeply rooted in us still affects us to state and so many various aspects of our life Mm -hmm. and like self-confidence isn't a necessity to like be yeah (laughs) but it like can control your behavior and it can help like shape your personality so like if you're insecure you're likely going to like withdraw from social experiences new experiences in life but if you're like more secure in yourself then you're going to kind of like chase those experiences and like try and expand like your job or your relationships or your friendships or just like your skill level. But I think like confidence is critical, like especially self confidence. Mm-hmm. Our inner voice and others' viewpoints or opinions of us can really dictate and shape so many things in our life. And when we have a negative outlook on ourselves or we lack self confidence, we 
will internalize those thoughts and feelings and bring them with us as we grow older. And then that's kind of when you begin to accept those viewpoints and those thoughts as your own, which I think can be kind of detrimental to like your progress and like growing as a person. So yeah, I feel like that's definitely like for someone like me, like that was a reason why being bullied at so young affected me mentally and it took going to therapy to kind of rewire that. And I mean, it could explain exactly why I went into the career field that I went into to get validation from other people um, because I wasn't validated younger in my younger years. <laughs> in my younger years, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, not letting thoughts that might enter your head being like, I'm not worthy of certain things. Like, I'm, I will never get it right. I'm not pretty. No one will ever love me. I will never accomplish my goals. These thoughts seem to come to service the closer you get to achieving your goals or when things are finally going your way. Trust me. I know that, especially in relationships. That when is things, you. Oh, when <laughs> She'll things, text me and be like, this is just, like, too good to be yeah. true. And I'm like, no. Like, I'm like, that's I'm <laughs> waiting for the hat. I'm like, I've told my therapist that. I'm like, things are great, Stephanie. When are things going to go bad? That's not my therapist's name. But anyways, like, I'm always just like, things are going to go bad at some point. It's inevitable. And she's just like, yeah, in years past, that's what's happened. I'm like, exactly. So when we going to get up, when's it going to happen this time? Because that's all I know. And you're like expecting it. Yeah. And then therefore I manifest the bad thing. Probably. So fun. <laughs> I create my own destiny. It's fine. <laughs> Here we it's are. It's fine. Because like, even if you don't believe in manifestation, like you start doing certain things that well, you're will inevitably push yeah. that person away. It's like, okay, you're changing who you are mm-hmm. now because who you uh, you thought you were this cool person, like this calm, collected, cool person, and now because something's got inside your head, you're now overthinking it. You're no longer acting mm-hmm. very cool. Very you're changing calm. the way you're talking. You're changing like the things that you participate in. Yeah. You're making all these little changes based on this one ideal that something bad's going to happen or like reading into something like way more than it needs to be read into instead of either just speaking up and expressing that your your thoughts Mm -hmm. and addressing the situation or either just acting like nothing has changed and just seeing what happens because i know for me like i mean granted like i just have a women's intuition i can always pick up i'm like hmm you've gotten distant (laughs) you're distant (laughs) and then i had to look back it's like okay no like are they being distant or are they just comfortable? Yeah. And we're just resorting back to how it was before, like, kind of thing. And so, it's something that I've had to realize in certain relationships where, like, I've dated some people who text me, like, a ton. And I'm just, like, like they're constantly texting me every single day. They're calling. They're FaceTiming me. And then I'll drastically jump into a new relationship. And this person's like, I'm not a huge text. And they never text me. I'm like. You're like, okay. This is weird. Because I'm wired to think that if you text me every day, that means you love me and that you want to be with me. When it's just like, nah, bitch, I work nine to five every day. Like, I am tired. I don't have time. Or just whatever it is. Instead of. And letting that build inside my head instead of communicating and speaking my mind and speaking my thoughts and communicating with the person that I'm seeing. Yeah. I think insecurity relationships can, you know, really stem from different things. And it's, you're just, you have these underlying issues that can result in a negative state. And the relationship itself could not be fulfilling and your partner might not be able to meet your needs. Or it could be something that outside the relationship, like self-confidence issues, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that whenever you start to have, like, insecurities in your relationship, you kind of will let thoughts come into your head, such as, like, he doesn't really care about me, I'm better off alone, 
I can't let my walls down and be vulnerable. I will just get hurt, a.k.a. Emily. I feel like you always have that one. (laughs) Or something like, I just have to keep him interested. Like, I have to keep him interested. And so you can't let those thoughts in your head. And that's so, like, you can't control it. Sometimes it just... It just comes. Yeah, I think that there's two different ways people come on. Like when they're in relationships, you're either way too hot at first, or you're way too cold because you're trying to seem cold and collected, mm-hmm. or you're like, I need to be like, uh, and like just over the top, yeah, like sexual, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Thinking that either one of those will keep the person instead of finding that middle warm ground where it's like, no, like I'm going to show you that I am confident enough that I don't need you, but that I. Would like, like to I would like have to you accompany you. me. Yeah. yeah, like I don't need you to have a fulfilled life, but right. I would like you to be a part of it because right. you seem intriguing and interesting to be around. So you intrigue me. But like, I think that for a long time for me, it was searching for that little missing piece to come into my life, and it was like, no, like I am being alone for eight years was like no i'm already like kind of fulfilled i already know who i am as a person kind of complete like with ourselves yeah we're just adding on yeah it's just like i'm a complete person i'm fine being alone it just gets kind of boring sometimes and i think of like the planner that i bought (laughs) i customized it and i like put (laughs) add-ons at the end so like i'm the complete i'm the complete planner he's just the like (laughs) add-on yeah He's just the fries to my He's main dish. He's the extra five dollars I paid. He's the fries to my burger. He's the case up to my chips and salsa. Yeah. Like I don't need you, but like, but like I love you. You make the dish a little bit more fun. <laughs> you make it a little bit more fun. You make it a little bit more entertaining. Spicy. Yeah. And like I have somebody who will go with me to eat at restaurants um, when this is all over with, and instead of going by myself, yeah, or someone to help pay rent. That's the thing. That, that's the only reason I want a boyfriend. You are the just, bag of money. <laughs> I just, honestly, that's the only reason I want a boyfriend. I, I just need somebody who will be my roommate. Like, I just need a roommate. I just need somebody who will, like, live with me and, like, pay half the rent. Because, honestly, like, I can't do it myself. I can't. And somebody who can kill the bugs for me. Literally, I asked my mom to kill a bug for me the other night, and she's like, you need a boyfriend. I think that one of the main things that, for me, even though I know that I go from relationship to relationship, and that, like, you're probably like, this bitch needs help (laughs) i noticed that one reason and this it's not just me assuming this like it's something that men have told me the reason that they are attracted to me is because they see that i am a fulfilled person and that i just view (laughs) guys as like fun games (laughs) like they're just fun to hang out with and they're just fun to have a fun time with and i don't really need them i just like being entertained by them and then once you start treating me like shit i'm like okay Thank you, next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they admire, like, how confident I am. So I always try to keep that in mindset because, especially lately, like, I've been doing better at it. Um, because it's like, no, like, if you want to be with me, you will be with me. And not worrying about, like, what the other person's doing and not letting that overthinking take over everything. Because then that will just end badly for everybody. Mm-hmm. And if I do feel like I'm being mistreated and I'm in a relationship with the person, then just addressing it and communicating my thoughts and being having that confidence. Because it's like, here's the thing. You could be insecure and afraid to have that conversation because you're like, well, what if it ends? Okay, then it ends. Yeah. Do you want to be with a person that doesn't want to be with you? No, you don't. Exactly. <laughs> like, 
Okay, like this, this conversation can go two ways. It can go great, you can understand each other, and you can move on. Or there could be tension, and now you don't know how you feel about each other, and now this relationship might end. Yeah, that sucks. But just because that means that it's over doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. I don't, I don't, I don't think when people review relationships as failures. Right, Because yeah. it's not. It's just it's not. You, you learn something from. I feel like you learn something from everything that you fail fail at in quotes yeah it's just like no like this was something that you were meant to grow from Mm -hmm. in a way and i think also having that more of a growth mindset Mm -hmm. helps well too instead of thinking like i this is something my professor had told me at one time instead of thinking like oh i can't do this thing because i've never been good at it like i've never like for me i can't play guitar I have a guitar, try to learn how to play guitar, I suck at it. And, like, younger me was like, mm, no, I'm just not meant to learn how to play guitar. Like, it's just, that's a fixed mindset. Instead of thinking, like, no, if I put in practice, if I put in time, if I put in effort, mm-hmm. I will be good at it. And, like, yeah, no shit, you're not going to be good at something the first time you fucking try it. No yeah. one is. No. And It's like one in, a, one in a million. Yeah, and embracing that failure, embracing that humility, I think, will help with that. So... We've talked a lot about, like, gaining confidence and how does you go about doing that. And I think it takes a lot of self-examination and really thinking, what does confidence look like to you? Because I think to a lot of people, it, looks, it can look completely different mm-hmm. for a lot of people. I know how I view confidence is probably completely different from how Hannah views confidence in her own mind. But I think one of the first steps to do is to know your audience. So the people that you're trying to impress or appear confident for think first of what those other people have cheered for and then you might think less for their approval i think of one clip from like rick and morty you would <laughs> okay you know, like, my boyfriend i can't but like there's this one clip from rick and morty where like rick is standing on a stage and all these people are start booing him and he's just like your booze mean nothing to me i've seen what you cheer for and just really examining that because who you could be asking for your approval once you hang out with them and like once you get to know that person you maybe think that you do not want their approval because then you could seem like-minded to them and you may not want to seem like-minded to that person yeah that's one thing that i always like to think of is knowing your audience knowing who you're catering towards Mm -hmm. and i know for me like when it comes to writing another thing that my professor told me about was she wrote a film that started like had two female leads and everything and they tried to pitch it to this one production company and they weren't interested and her producer was like okay who's the next one who are we going to next instead of thinking that one pitch as a failure and thinking like oh man they didn't want to sign us they didn't want to do our movie that's a failure is thinking like no like that's not who we were meant for that's not the audience we're catering to they don't understand our vision and find the people that do understand your vision. That is where you can grow. That's where you can get out of the insecurity. And you can find the confidence in. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing to know kind of who you're trying to impress and why. Like why you're trying to impress them. Another thing would be to stop putting people on pedestals. I feel like I do this quite often with musicians mm-hmm. um, or like people that I know that are pursuing music as well. Don't over-respect anyone. Whenever you're intimidated by someone, just remember that they are another human being. Everybody has or has had problems. Some people are just better than others at getting up and continuing on with life as it should be. Yeah, I think a lot of people also just like when I think of people who are doing the same thing that I'm doing or who 
are at my age and they're more successful than I am at my age or successful at a younger age, whatever. Cause trust me, don't look up who is the most successful person at the same age as you. You'll be like, wow, cool. Love myself. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know what circumstances has life has set up for them. And then you don't also know, you know what everybody else is going through at the same time. They're still another human being. Beyonce takes as many shits during the day as you do. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Beyonce goes to the bathroom the same amount of times you do. Unless you got IBS, that's a different story. But I think also examining what your confidence is based on is one of the bigger things that I wanted, wanted to hit on. It's these rules I feel like people like accidentally set up for in their mind. So kind of thinking, again, what confidence means to you and what insecurity means to you. What makes you innately insecure? Like I said, like what rules have you accidentally set up for yourself? Are they keeping you from what you want in life because you're afraid of rejection? Are they keeping you from not speaking up when you should because you're afraid of sounding unintelligent? Or are they keeping you from experiencing and trying new things because you're afraid of embarrassment? You're not living. You're surviving, sweetie. Change the rules. That it's a whole mindset that it's not going to happen like overnight. I don't think I think you go from like these insecurities of like never getting rejected or like never sounding stupid or never being embarrassed to automatically rewiring your brain. It takes time to sit down and like analyze like these different tasks that we kind of want to instill with you guys. And we kind of want to walk you through how to reframe the rules. Yeah. So for rejection, and I'm going to speak to Hannah with this one because I feel like this is one that she needs to hear. <laughs> um, if you put yourself out there and get rejected, whether it's a job interview or approaching like a cute guy at a bar, because I've done that many times, and Hannah's witnessed it every single time it's happened. Yep. And everybody's like, oh my God, like I could never. It's so much fun. Like it's so easy. Like just do it. And it's one thing I want to challenge you when bars reopen. I want the first cute boy you guys see at a bar. I want you to go up and just like, just call him in his shoes. Just be yeah. like, look down at his shoes and look back up at him and be like, nice shoes. You have really good taste in shoes. Or like, just go up to a guy and be like, hey. And he'll be like, hey. do I know you? Like, no. But you do now. Hi, what's up? My name's Emily. That's a good one. Like, just, just, I dare you to do it. If he has a girlfriend, so what? Like, she'll like, <laughs> she might knock you out, but like, <laughs> if he like, doesn't like you, you never have to see him again. That's mm-hmm. the thing. That's the whole thing I, that I love about it. It's like, you never had to see him again. So if you're rejected, that only means that wasn't your path or that wasn't your person. Your life is like a map and the fault is in our stars, which just means that the fate is in. Mm-hmm. It's pre-written for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a <laughs> saying from Shakespeare. On this map, you're going to like take so many detours to get on your life path. One of them will eventually lead you the right way. Don't take the highway because it's quick. It's safe. It's what everyone else is doing. Take the scenic route. Take the chances. You will get lost, aka rejected. That's okay. You will never run out of detours and side roads. I promise you, they'll get you to where you need to be, but you will never know until you try. Mm, I felt that. Hannah, um, I'm going to need you to come out with whenever the bars reopen. I'm going to need you to just do some live music again. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... I don't know. I think because I've had to encounter rejection so much with my career because that's the only thing they always say, like, don't become an actor. Don't become a performer if you are not, if you have a fear of rejection, because you're going to hear 10,000 no's before you ever get a yes. And so I started acting at a very young age and I auditioned for hundreds of shows. Didn't get cast in half of them. Yeah. And I've seen girls cry over the cast list because they weren't casted. And I'm just like, you were never going to make it. Like, 
I'm trying, I'm, and that's not me trying to be like mean or anything. It's just like it's you will never make it if you are upset that you're not getting your hometown like version of Oklahoma. Like you will live. Yeah, you're gonna be told no so many, many times. times. Yeah, and it just it's, even when you make it, like you don't just like get every. You know, if you were to, if you were, I don't know, you're not going to get every Rachel McAdams. You're not going to get cast in every single movie yeah. that like you, you audition for. You're just not. Yeah, like you are. Well, I think Rachel McAdams is probably being offered roles. That's at this true. Point. That's She's true. She's not really being auditioned anymore. That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really know that world. So, but like, that's the thing. Like, you are going to have to constantly keep trying and if you get let yourself get torn down by the constant nose, you're never going to remember the reason why you started. And I think that's the reason that you need to keep going is why you started. Remember that every single day. And just thinking, like, okay, like that just wasn't meant for me. Like, that just wasn't the thing that I was supposed to do. And that was the mindset that I adapted. I apply, whether it's applying for jobs, whether it's dating, it's just like, okay, like this wasn't the person that I was meant to be with. And then, therefore, you will go out into the world trying to not appeal to all these people who don't want to be with you but instead like no like there is one person out there who is meant to be with me there is one job out there that i'm meant to have mm-hmm. i will find it and not losing that hope that you held on to why you started and yeah. why you keep going that's what's going to keep driving you and that's what's going to build your confidence yeah yeah definitely so as far as unintelligence empathy and the willingness to learn is already intelligence within itself people who are smart and never want to admit that they're wrong actually lack empathy you don't want that (laughs) that's a sociopath (laughs) uh it's okay to admit you are wrong it's really hard to do sometimes but like it's okay to do that that doesn't make you stupid it makes you human so let's say that you go into a meeting thinking you are always right for most of us it means you have completely lost an opportunity to hear what someone is saying nor do you care about other people's input since it isn't yours confidence is knowing You have an extraordinary skill in maybe one area, but pride is knowing you have an extraordinary skill in one area and then making it clear that everyone else doesn't. Having the ability to adapt and learn is what makes you a better person. Yeah. I think for me, it was like, oh, I am a great writer. I am a great performer, but like I had never really wrote much like screenplays until I got into graduate school. So, like, I kind of went in, like, with the humility kind of thing, which leads into, like, their next thing, which is embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody should embrace humility. And I'm speaking directly to you because I know that you're afraid of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, rightfully so, I think when it comes to insecurity, embarrassment and humility is the number and rejection, too. But, like, yeah. humility and rejection are the two most important things I think people are afraid of when it comes to insecurity. Yeah. I know, like, I'm one person, like, I'll talk to talk and be like, oh... Um, was wrong about that. Okay, that's fine. Cool. Yeah. Um, like, I don't care if I sound unintelligent. I think that caring about my intent and what I'm showing up for matters more than if I'm correct. Because if I'm wrong, hopefully somebody comes around and corrects me. Yeah. I th- would hope, because I, that's the thing, like, too, I would rather show up and if I was the boss, I'd rather hire people around me who are smarter than me. Because then I don't have to do half the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> like, and when you surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, it only will grow your intelligence. And I think just learning that you can take things from other people and that it's okay to ask for help. I think a lot of times people are afraid to ask for help because they don't want to come across as insecure when really, like, it shows that you are secure. Mm-hmm. You're like, I know this is not my strong suit. Yeah. Can you help me with that? Yeah. 
Um, I definitely do that in my like nine to five job. I like always ask for help because like that's just I'm most confident in my nine to five job. I'm good at it. Like I can do it. Music. <laughs> you you should be though. I'm like, hey yo producer, <laughs> help me. But yeah. but like I still am like oh they're but, gonna they're gonna think I'm annoying or they're gonna think I don't know what I'm doing or like. But I need to learn that that's okay. <laughs> it's okay because you don't have the experience to yeah. back up to why you would have in- supposed intelligence yeah, in that area. because I got rejected from... You haven't had the oppor- I've experienced the rejection side, yeah. I think. So. You haven't had a chance to have the experience to gain that knowledge. Right. So, therefore, going in with a willingness to learn is what will help with that confidence, I think. So, like, if you're wanting to start something new, like, oh, like, I've always wanted to take up photography, but, like, I have, like, just my iPhone. Like, Mm -hmm. it takes, like, okay, like, learning, like, approaching people who are in the field that you're wanting to be in and seeing if they will help you, like, grow in that area so you can become more secure in that area and you can talk about it more confidently and having the empathy to be, like, a beginner, Yeah, I think. And you're going to fail, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You were never going to be good, like I said, the, the start of everything. Yeah. And just being able to grow and having that growth mindset will help with that area. But as far as embarrassment, it's not about looking cool or, like, in control because that's not the reality when you're approaching something for the first time, like I said. And I don't think we can trust enough. Like I said, humility is sexy to me. I am thinking, like, when I have dated people who... We're friends, but like mainly when I've dated people and like we are go like we go on a date and it's like oh like, let's 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 do cooking or something like that. Or like we go out and do something. And it's like I had a guy. It was a doctor. He wanted me to play fucking tennis one time with him. I fucking hate playing sports. I hate tennis especially. And I'm like I dated the drummer dude and he wanted me to like play billiards and I'm like dude like I suck at this. Like I am terrible and in those certain scenarios like I like was afraid of like looking bad and then I started dating guys and I would be like oh I fucking hate like billiards like don't ask me to play billiards or, like don't ask me to play darts because those people like humiliated me yeah because I wasn't yeah. good at it where it's like no I think when I notice other people it's just like yo like I have straight up like I'm not good at pool like I'll be honest with you I'm not good at pool but I'll still like play and have fun and and having fun about it is what makes it sexy in a way and yeah. not being afraid to embarrass yourself because it shows that you're vulnerable. It shows that you, you know, are willing to let this person into your world in a way. You may not think it is, but it's I think it's sexy because it makes you human and it makes you humble. The guy who always acts like he's cool and is always like because I mean think about it, like the guy you see at a party who like always acts like he's knows he's cool is always the most insecure person in the room the fun parts of life are when you're not always in control and you agree to look stupid for once if you only do things you're good at in order to avoid embarrassment that's not living a fun and fulfilled life it's boring and you're going to be subjected to only doing like finite amount of things and not really fulfilling your life so if you want to make that change agreeing to experience new things no matter how you look no matter how the outcome is that will help to gain the confidence Mm -hmm. like for me i have always wanted to do stand-up comedy yeah and have i ever done it like a full-fledged stand-up alone no because one reason and the only reason i have is because i don't know how to go about writing a stand-up routine Mm -hmm. i know how to do like live storytelling and improv i don't really know how to go about writing like joke jokes with just me even though i write comedy television but i can admit that i am unintelligent in that area but i am willing i have a willingness to learn Mm -hmm. and speak to people who do it and see if they can guide me in a way that will help me and then 
once that happens, I am not I'm not afraid to go up there and do it. Yeah. Because like it's if you don't find me like, funny that middle piece. Yeah, it's just like tell me how to do it. <laughs> but it's like if I go up there and I do it and I bomb, okay, well at least I've tried and I say I've done it. Mm-hmm. And then I know where to go improve on in those areas. Like I think that that's something that like you should like definitely like consider because I know like you always want to do like live shows. Yeah. Like I'm fine performing other people's music. Like I'm good at singing. You're just I'm afraid of what they're performing. gonna think of your own music. Well, I'm just not confident in the instrumentation part of it. And I think that's what holds me back is because I'm like how all these people that do live shows, it's just them, them, them and their guitar or they're them and their piano. And like, I'm not confident enough on that, nor do I, my schedule so crazy. I don't have the time to like deal with somebody else's schedule, which mm-hmm. sounds selfish, but like, I just don't, I don't. And so I think that's that middle piece for me. That's like holding me back. So I just need to figure it out, I guess, somehow. Mm-hmm. But but I think having the empathy and, like, willingness to learn yeah. is where it helps yeah. with you. But, like, I think making these certain changes, I don't think that it's going to ever prevent you from, like, you're never going to th- stop thinking about what other people are thinking. Yeah. And no matter anybody who's listening to this, you're never, it's, that voice is never going to go away. It's learning to tame it and learning when to listen to it and when not to listen to it. Because I don't think that you should just stop caring about what other people think. Yeah. Because, I mean, that that's going to lead to other things where you're just never going to be a vulnerable person. You're just never going to, like, I just don't care what anybody thinks. Then you're just not going to be empathetic to anybody <laughs> either. But... It's not going to eliminate your insecurities. We are all susceptible to what other people say about us. Yes, it's going to sting, but that, like, little moment they're going to be able to, like, get you right where, like, you are the most insecure, and it's going to hurt for that little bit. But that fulfilled life you will live, and the confidence to back it up will always overweigh that millisecond of a sting. Numbing yourself to the sting, though, isn't good either. Don't cut yourself off from caring about what others think and their opinions, because we believe that cuts you off from other things, as well as vulnerability and emotional connection. And I think that applies for relationships. I know I need to work on that. <laughs> and then, like, your career as well, too. Yeah. And so our survival tip for today would be don't stop caring what other people think entirely, but instead make sure that what other people think of you doesn't stop you from going and doing the things that give you joy, express yourself, or make an impact. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.